so I had doubts about this episode before I even started it. Um, <laughs> as I sat down to do research slash collect the like really minimal notes I took on the acronym uh, this morning uh, before realizing I had oh so much laundry that needed doing um, so much so that this morning that I was writing was yesterday morning it's all very complicated um, but anyway I got to the point where I was wondering what was the point of this episode uh, if all I was going to do was some basic googling couldn't I just leave that to y'all and the answer simply of course is no <laughs> but still um, I want to start with a desire for and a wonder about other people's curiosity about things they don't know. Um, I start with a hope that people's instinct is to learn before criticizing or try to break through a lack of understanding and that maybe this episode and others like it can be a part of that learning. Um, <laughs> I just sort of commentating as I'm editing where here I wrote, wow, what an opening bit. I'm uh, trying to get my random thoughts down so I don't forget my very important ideas. Uh, so we started there instead of ending there. Uh, I never write things in order, and I always um, sort of chop and screw. And there's there was a brain dump, and then there was actual writing, and then there was actual editing. Uh, when I was in college, my sorority did something we called gavel, which was just a weekly update each person gave, and we went around in a circle, and we passed the gavel. And each person said a little bit about what's going on with them. Um, at my absolute worst, <laughs> um, this is dedicated to to one listener who's going to know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. Uh, my gavel updates became basically spoken word performance art, uh, for which I was teased mercilessly. And I, I would say deservedly, but I was also so dirty and so, so, so depressed um, that I, I, don't, I don't think I deserved it. <laughs> I don't think it deserved what I got. Um, I feel a little of that energy here. I probably boxed myself in with a dramatic 15-minute prologue on my return episode last month, but this is where we're at. Uh, so Gavel, all of this thinking and um, <laughs> the tone of this opening really made me think of one chapter after winter break my sophomore year. Um, I was wearing a ripped up khakis because you could buy khakis with rips in them at American Eagle. I don't fucking know. Uh, and a shirt of my brother's that was his since the late 90s that um, literally is is a tissue. Uh, it is it is just absolutely ripped to shreds. Um, and I was graveling in my gavel voice about having an overwhelming amount of leftover masculine energy that everyone else would need to suffer through, um, which is pretty great thinking back because like what a closet transgender ass thing to say. Um and it's like also funny how being completely alone for three weeks over a traumatic Christmas holiday break turned off all desire to false present as feminine. And I seemingly found it impossible to turn it back on the first days after break so much so that I needed to alert people of this fact. Um, now, I can hear you asking, uh, Jay, what does this have to do with anything? And the answer, of course, is I literally don't know. Uh, when I was writing this, I was just listening to Led Zeppelin and drinking coffee in my underwear. Um, but anyway, <laughs> it's my podcast, and uh, it's podcast time. Hi, my name is Jay. I'm 30 years old. My pronouns are they, them, and I'm still having a big Russell Crowe moment. Being off Twitter for a month saved a lot of you, um, a lot of Russell Crowe tweets. <laughs> Your names, ages, and pronouns are vast and varied, but hopefully the one thing you have in common is you're having a big free live cams moment. A premier podcast about being a transgender menace. 
Today we're talking about the acronym. Uh, I hope you enjoy. So we're talking about the acronym, the acronym, LGBTQ, LGBTQIA. We get into it. The original acronym, LGB, uh, started around 1988, per the linked Wikipedia article in the show notes. Most of the generic info here comes from that, um, with a couple other linked references found also in the show notes, so just tune in. Um, like I said, it started with LGB. And the T came later, though, and fully fuck these people. Uh, there are folks who think the T should be taken away again because gender identity is a different thing than sexual orientation. Uh, conceptually, not an incorrect point, certainly, but used by transphobes all over the world to disregard us. <laughs> Definitely. Guaranteed. So we went from LGB to LGBT, and it was the early 90s where this became popular common parlance. Um, over time, now it's the year of our Lord 2021, as I'm sure you've noticed, the acronym has increased in size and inclusion. We added a plus, so it reads LGBT plus or LGBTQ plus. The Q standing, of course, for queer, more on that below. Um, sometimes questioning or sometimes there are two Qs, um, but yes, Q for queer. And the plus standing for pretty much everything else. Um, per this wiki, LGBTQ was the GLAAD media guide preference or recommendation in 2016. Uh, I want to dig into that guide in a future app, so more to come eventually there, but I just wanted to throw it out there that LGBTQ as of 2016 was sort of the, um, yeah, suggested, recommended. LGBTQIA plus includes I for intersex and A for asexual, but also a romantic or a gender. Sometimes there is a second A, which stands for ally, but honestly, in full, full, absolute offense meant, um, y'all have enough. And whilst we do love you and need our, our allies, you can get the fuck off my acronym. Thanks so much. Um, that Q for questioning plus a double A would make the acronym LGBTQQIAA+. Um, other countries include additional letters, which inspired me to do an eventual queer in different languages episode. So we're not going to dig into these terms too much now, but it will later. Um, so first and foremost, Canada commonly includes two S, which is the numeral two and a capital letter, capital letter S, or simply the numeral two to represent two-spirit individuals. Uh, so LGBTQ2, numeral two. Uh, India includes an H for hedra and defined on a different wiki as unix, intersex people, asexual, or transgender people, uh, LGBTIH. So different countries, different 
communities uh, of queer folk um, working for inclusion in uh, their own different ways there. Um, The biggest, well, not the biggest, but a big point of contention um, is that unfortunately efforts to include everyone always leaves someone out and definitely reinforces the idea that all queer people are the same. Um, We vote the same, have the same lifestyles and preferences, despite all of these different words being used for each sub-community, which is separate from the sub-community. Do you get my joke? Are you listening? Are you guys laughing? I'm assuming you are. Do you get it? Horses, they have long faces. I learned a new term um, just today, which was yesterday, while researching, um, which I kind of dig, and I'm surprised I've never heard it before, which is, (laughs) well... It's capital M-O-G-I-I, which stands for Marginalized Orientations, Gender Identities, and Intersex. Um, Like I said, I have never heard this before, ever. Um, It was mentioned in this Iowa State Daily article that is linked in the show notes, um, but literally Googling yesterday was the first time I've ever heard this term. Um, But there was an entry from 2014 on Urban Dictionary, so it's at least this, it's at least that old. Um, I'm not sure quite how to pronounce um, mog or mog, so mogi or mogi, uh, mog I, um, <laughs> I, <laughs> M O G two, uh, which sounds like an early Terminator model, uh, spelled M dot O dot G with two Roman numerals. Um, I think that's funny. Uh, so the intention of this specific acronym, um, is to generalize to in order to include all instead of being specific and missing some subsets of the queer community uh, which i think is pretty radical another term in the wikipedia page was gsrm which i also haven't heard before which is a term that means gender sexual and romantic minorities um, which i like because it includes the romantic minorities part Um, I would say if you use these two in regular convo, even community members may not get what the hell you're talking about. So it might be best to chill on these for now. But I like the directions these terms are headed in. In parentheses here, it says, oh, Tangerine just came on while writing this. Is it too meta to be reading my script notes? Maybe. I don't know. Everyone stop. Actually, finish the podcast and then go listen to Tangerine because it's the best fucking song. Um, So, yeah, I like... I like these ideas. I think GSRM is the same as saying LGBTQ. Like it's the it's the same sort of layout. Um, MOGII is it looks like it should have a pronunciation, um, and MOGII is not any more or less complicated to say than LGBTQIA plus. Um, but it does it does look like it's a word that is either spelled incorrectly or has a specific like it doesn't look like an acronym i don't know maybe because it says mog um and i'm thinking of moog (laughs) whatever (laughs) um something i have done now a couple of times over the course of the last 10 minutes is use queer as an umbrella term which i suggest shying away from in general um I would say it's definitely a go to use it for people who you know that use that word for themselves. Um, Like saying Jay is queer definitely works, but saying the queer community 
Um, in place of the acronym, I wouldn't recommend in mixed company. Um, and I also would suggest avoiding it, especially if you're using it to get around saying the acronym or uh, trying not to, um, you know, if you're being lazy, don't opt for queer. There are many reasons why queer is workable or not workable given certain circumstances, but if you're using it as something that's easier to say, um, that sucks. (laughs) Uh, So don't do that. I've mentioned uh, or we've talked about in Freelight Camps before for sure, but unfortunately even now queer is still being used as a slur and a point of attack um, on on gay kids of all, well gay kids um, and queer people of all ages. So um, there are definitely young folks mixed with old folks who are not, um, who do not want this word to be used to describe them in any way. So be respectful of that. And I think, you know, the point of the acronym is to get around using these specific words that are so complicated and the word gay has always kind of insinuated or not always and not for everyone but in many cases the word gay has always implied gay men and a very particular type of gay man Um, and queer is still used hostile um, hostility in some cases so you know the acronym kind of gets around some of those tricky situations despite being a little tricky itself um but yeah i think more episodes to come about reclaiming words and language and all that kind of stuff so that's just some like really really rudimentary information specifically what the acronym stands for so Based on the ins and outs here, what's your best play call? The goal, of course, is to use a shorthand term to represent a large group of people and to signal attention to that group, which is risky business, baby. Uh, but I do trust you to do your best. Um, I, it's shameless, but I do suggest going back and listening to our Pride episode. One, because it's fucking good. And two, because I get into some sort of specific wrecks as well. Um Generally, and this does not let you off the listen to that old episode hook, use the quote unquote full acronym, which is LGBTQIA. So, lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer, intersex, agender, aromantic, or asexual, and then the plus including all, all other parts of the community. It really is worth a character count, and it's always worth trying to include as many people as possible. That's current, and I want to say complete, quote-unquote, but that's not like quite what I mean because I literally were, was just talking about how it does exclude some. Um, it is expansive, which is why it's long, which is intentional, um, and it really is worth your time and effort. I would say shorthand in conversations, LGBTQ can definitely work, uh, says I at least. Um, but again, RE queer above. If you're with a group who understand the context of the gay community or the queer community, um, you know, get down with your bad self. I think that's fine. What what we're learning here between last episode and this episode is that context and intent mean so much. They mean a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. Um Even the use of the word queer is more powerful when I know someone is being careful with that word and taking into account even sort of internally the history of that word and sort of the implications behind it. Identity labels can be important as a way of relating to others. And like I said, shorthand sharing of experiences 
Um, but when labels are used to define so many at once, we can get into tricky situations like those, you know, recounted above. Um, you, you know, like I said, I, I really want to talk more about reclaiming language later. Um, I was thinking of adding info on the pride flag into this episode, but I thought it was going to be long enough, but it might be a little short guy. Um, but also not episode, not every episode needs to be, uh, 45 minutes long. Um, I was also getting tired while I was writing <laughs> and researching. Um, but of course, you know, talking about the acronym makes me think of shit like quote alphabet mafia, unquote, you know, this was a label that was leveled at us <laughs> as an attack and was so quickly reclaimed, um, so fast that I didn't even realize where the word came from, um, which we discuss in, in our um, either our, our third or fourth game show episode. Um, I hate it. I think <laughs> I think it's stupid and boring and cliche and like that's okay. Um, because I did, I mean, honestly, I did just think this term was ginned up on TikTok, uh, which is my fault for not being thoughtful or considerate in the way that I'm asking you to. So I'm asking you to learn from my experience. I dismissed this term and sort of instinctually dislike it um, because I assumed it came from TikTok. Uh, but as we discussed in a previous episode, it did in fact come from like right-wing media news sources um, talking about the quote-unquote alphabet mafia. And uh, we just jumped jumped on it and reclaimed it so quickly. It also makes me think of a terrible and awkward corporate lunch where a gay guy who was interning for us told a terrifically boring story about he and his friends calling the acronym Alphabet Soup, Alphabet Soup which I hadn't really heard because um, no one I know uses that, but it's definitely a thing that people say. It's weird because he said it with a silly tone as if he was dismissing it, but in a resigned way, like he used the term because he got tired of fighting people off who did. Like... Me and my friends call it alphabet soup. Uh, and it, like, also at the table was my straight middle-aged boss and me pre-transgender outing and another guy I used to work with and like quite a bit who was also gay. Uh, why on earth we got around to having queer discourse um, at the lunch table with a straight adult, uh, I will never know. Um, though I could 188% do an entire queer at work follow-up on this one specific intern and also some of the homophobic shit I've heard in the workplace and didn't say anything about. Um, just It's all just a reminder that our community isn't a monolith and our feelings and relations to any sort of queer-related term is complicated and sticky and messy. A component here is inside-outside language, terms we use for ourselves versus terms used against us we've reclaimed versus words we use to be understood in a certain way. Um, the acronym and the flag, uh, which I think will probably be my next episode, reminds us that we may be a community, but we're a community of individuals and not a monolith, like I said, and definitely still working on our own fucking shit. Um, not sure how much any of that fits here, but I wanted to get it down again before forgetting. Um, I'll probably reiterate all of that at some point when I have actual brain power and it makes more sense in the context of what I'm talking about. Um, but there's just so much here, language and identity and labeling and all kinds of things. I started with ideas of hope and would like to end with the same, a hope that straight and cis people know that they aren't always the target audience for something. And just because a term or idea is new to you or seems odd or complicated or bizarre, um, does not mean it's new, made up, or has appeared from the queer ether of Tumblr or Twitter or TikTok, um, like I said. 
Um, I would just love to never hear the words, wow, that's a mouthful, um, which I say obviously in the SpongeBob meme format with the upper and lowercase letters um, because there's an understanding why the full acronym is important and why it's worth the effort. Um, Because when you uh, say, wow, that's a mouthful, and that's your response to try to be inclusive and thoughtful about the labeling of a community that you're talking about like eat a dick because that's a mouthful I bet (laughs) sorry to be so combative in both of these episodes (laughs) I'm just yelling at my audience who I know are better than this but maybe you know people who need to listen to this who aren't better than this um anyway the point (laughs) the point Uh, also invoked to start is to build empathy by understanding our words serve a purpose whether or not you like it or understand it Um, I hope this and past plus future episodes serve as a reference file something to share and listen back to as a reminder when needed Um, I really do hope that this helps Um, this was also a scripted episode I wrote it out and read you my meta commentary as I was editing um, which is interesting because the pronouns episode was like 40 minutes after editing and this one is going to be like 25 minutes after editing so but they have like about the same amount of length uh, of script so I decay um well yeah not everything needs to take up your entire fucking afternoon but I do like taking up your entire afternoon because I like it when people think about me (laughs) pay attention to me um so if you like this format let me know if you hate it I will reiterate keep it to yourself unless unless you're Venmoing me money uh, so I can drink beer while I'm reading your critique. Um, I am open to feedback. I promise that I am. Um, you can email the show. The Oh, you know, I have to put links back in the show notes to all of our social media and shit. Um, note to self. Uh, so follow me. Speaking of, follow Free Live Cams on Twitter, Instagram, like our Facebook page if you're a fucking boomer. Uh, Today, hopefully, by the time I release this, is December 1st. Today is Monday, November 22nd. Um, But I'm I'm hoping to do the first of the month every month. Uh, So we'll be back on January 1st, 2022. Or maybe a special birthday release on the 10th. Or maybe both. We'll see how much I can get my act together between now and the new year. So goodbye for now. With love, always. Check, 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 check. It's from Mango Bud Light Seltzer. Bud Light Seltzer, sponsor me.